Blog Talk Radio. Life is easy when you uphold the mountain and you've got peace of mind like you've never known. Nothing changes when you're down in the valley. You're never alone For the God on the generous enough to help us all along the way and those who support us morally, Lord. We pray for every bit of assistance that we have gotten through the past 13 years, Lord, and we pray that you just continue to bless us, bless each and every one who is participating tonight. Let them be able to express themselves the way that they want to and be good to the listeners who hear them, Lord. Thank you again for this beautiful day. And we just ask your blessings and healing touchings on some of our friends and well-wishers, mainly Dr. Leroy Lashley and his dear daughter, Lisa. Murchis Nisbet and her dear mother, Bobsy. Connie Whitley, Ellie Matt, Everett Carter, Oliver Solomon, El Camilo Willett, Winford Francis, Gabriel Francis, Telbert Francis, Julian and Francis, my siblings, and Dennis Kelman, Joseph Gunsrup, Mona Daniel, 
feel more hard like Earl Stevens. Gina Hughes, Dr. Roger Brown, Linford McKenzie, who has not been with us for a while, Lord. We pray that he's okay. And Dawn Simon, another panelist on this show and the Saturday show. We pray for all those who have not expressed their concerns, Lord. We hope that they're well. If they aren't, well, Lord, we just hope that you will touch their bodies. Pray for everything. Pray for the nation, Lord. And pray for the ones, the countries that are struggling, suffering financially or otherwise. We are grateful for every bit of opportunity we have gotten to give you praise and thanks, Lord. We pray again that the show may just go on without interruption. Thank you, Lord, for everything. All these we ask in your blessed name. Amen. Let me just say hello to all the panelists and just ask that Murchis just say a few words to her friends and well wishes and followed by Donna, Hyacinth, and then Dennis. Murchis, okay, good everyone. And everyone wants to know about Mama Bobsy. We can share some concerns about this. Same. It's upbeat spirit, but the walking is still not good. So we ask for your prayers and your blessings. Yeah. And I ask for myself too. <laughs> www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the cricket show. You can call us to join in at one five one five six zero five 
9850. That's 1-515-605-9850. Or you can send us an email. Send it to the Cricket Show at Comcast.net. The Cricket Show Comcast.net. That's your reminder to join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time Zone. And once again, welcome. And I will turn you back to our host, Leon Francis. Thank you so much for that, Dennis. And I um, just want to tell the folks that the Coach's Corner, I'm sure most of you have gotten the email, well, for the next few weeks when the World Cup is on, we, the coaches, coach will be presenting a topic on the World Cup itself so we can discuss it. And those who normally come on late, we are hopeful that they can join us early to join in the discussion. Because I know Denny, um, Jatin is very detailed and he has information. and looks quite spiffy last night in his um, Hall of Fame jacket, Dennis. Yes. Hmm. Take it away. We don't have much time left until he comes on, so make your pitch and say what you have to at this point. Well, um, I I might just... Oh, Donna, um, Leon, Donna, drop. can you try to bring yes. her in while I uh, okay. uh, make a pitch here? And mm-hmm. my, my first thought is, of course, for the... Uh, he, the ICC Cricket World Cup, that's the 2024 World Cup, is being played here in uh, the United States, the Caribbean. Uh, And uh, I I wanted to share with our listeners the fact that over the weekend, the final place in the uh, series that's between that's being played for the team. Uh, the team representing the Americas were being selected, and there were four teams vying for that last spot: Cayman Islands, Panama, Bermuda, and Canada. And as it turned out, the uh, last two remaining who were contesting the final was Bermuda and Canada who are both on the same uh, statistical points. That is, they've played six ma- matches during that, uh, that series, and both had won four of their matches and equally lost just one. Uh, one was uh, no result. But, of course, in this final match, we had Bermuda and Canada, and if Bermuda had won this match, then they would automatically be through, if Canada win, then they had a good chance, depending on uh, the nominal run rate. And as it turned out, um, the Canadians beat the Bermudians uh, in the final match to decide. So the scores were leveled. The scores were leveled at um, points rise at nine points each. And Canada managed to secure that final spot from the Americas by on the nominal run or net run rate, which was about 3.2 to uh, 2.7 to Bermudians. So here we are. This is certainly 
historic uh, occasion for the Canadians because they're in that World Cup for the first time and they managed to uh, get to the World Cup on the one year when the World Cup is being played, dare I say it, locally. So <laughs> congratulations to uh, the Canadians. Looking forward very much to the um, 20 World Cup in 2024 when they will be joining the uh, more established first-line teams in the 2024 T20 World Cup here in the United States and the Caribbean. So, well done, Canada. Bad luck to uh, Bermuda. It was yours to take, but, of course, as uh, Leon would say, somebody choked at the end. And uh, chasing Mm -hmm. 139 runs to win, Bermuda was all out for somewhere in the 90s. I think it was about 93 runs. So that's the first point I wanted to um, to, to share with with uh, our um, listeners. And uh, on uh, point number two, the, of course, the Asian Games were completed uh, very recently. Of course, this is the Asian Games over on uh, all the Asian teams: Nepal, Sri Lanka, India. Pakistan, Malaysia, Singapore, Japan. These teams competed for the Asian Games. And naturally, the Indians were too busy to send their first line of team players. They sent their, dare we say, the B team. And uh, I guess others, Afghanistan participated, as well as Bangladesh. Uh, So we had... The final game, which was between Afghanistan and India, after Afghanistan had batted 100, sorry, 18.2 overs, uh, the rains came, and of course it never stopped. So the match had to be decided, and the decision was made to award the gold medal for this match or series or this game to India on the basis of their being the higher seed in the region. That is, uh, the higher seed won the gold in this match. So, of course, Afghanistan will feel bad. India will be quite happy. Uh, but this is the way the game goes. It's because of the weather. That's why India carries this day. Uh, anything there? from you, uh, Leon, any comments? No, I'm, you were I'm, just trying, I'm trying to get back in Ghana. Okay, well, let me, let, me do, let, let me do that if you want to just hit a little musical pause while we, uh, okay, go ahead. While we do that. Go ahead and, okay. Yeah. Go, you want to do that? Go right no, ahead. I'll, I'll get done no, and I'll... you get some music. Oh, okay, okay. You know, we... We normally play like the music. I, I'm no, I don't know if if you guys have ever heard this one that I play this one here. This one is is a one that that's oddly like. Mm-hmm. It goes like this: one gone again.
Mercedes and those are ready. Next morning early, washed up the retreat. From there the boys went straight to victory. What you think that could be massacre? One born again. That magnificent cat by Lara. One born again. Watch an ambrose faster than ever. One born again. Nothing passing the wicked keeper. One born again. Now and then they send down a bouncer. One born again. When they drive it caught in the cover. One Come on, both, both, 
she went her way, and I'm glad for Matthew, and I just hope the rest can pull their socks up and, and perform as well as she do sometimes. The only problem I'm having yeah. is Stephanie, Stephanie, Stephanie Taylor. What I see with her, everybody's talking about weight, weight. Stephanie Taylor used to be bigger than that. To lose weight, because when I saw her, she was so slim, I couldn't, I didn't recognize that was her. And from the time she lose those weight, you realize she haven't, maybe one time for the last, since 2019 or something like that, she made a 50. I don't know if you guys saw a picture of her before and saw a picture of her now. Yes. She's very slim, yes. and she's yes. not yes. performing like how she used to perform. So when people talk about weight and weight and weight, the weight doesn't make, make you perform as good. Nobody can tell. And for her, it's a prime example. She's really small now, but she's just not performing. I don't know. But I just wish her all the best and hope she can get uh, her performing act back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Virgil, a couple of things um, following up on, on uh, what you just said. First, um, Haley Matthews was injured for this third match, so she did not yes. participate in this ODI. I'm not sure what the source of her injury is or was, and obviously they played without her. Secondly... Which one? Um, one was played? There was another yes, one yes. played after she was injured? Oh, I didn't know. Yes. yes. No, no, no. This, this last match that the West Indies lost was an ODI. ODI. Yes, and she, she played in that one, right? No, no, no. No, she was so which, injured, which, or she is injured. So she yes, missed she, that one. She, she so how many matches? Play, how many matches played so far? Four, four. Three T twenty, three T twenties, and one ODIs, and oh, they lost okay, the okay, series. Okay. Because is it T twenty? I was thinking about when she. I know she was injured yes. in the last one that she played when she made seventy something. I think. That's right. That's the T twenty, yeah. and she did okay. not participate in the first ODI. So we will obviously like to see her back. That's the other point um, that you made, and, and I certainly agree with you there, Dutton obviously went her way for whatever reason. And the interesting thing was that uh, she had been on the, uh, shall we say, Black on list. the ladder. On, yeah, she was being, she was said to be, available for selection for the Women's Big Bash League. But at the last moment, the team that she had played for last season decided that they were going to go in another direction, so to speak. And that (laughs) meant that um, Dottin was let go from that team. She was not read. Her contract was not renewed for that team. So, Currently, I'm not sure if she has a team that she's playing for, but that obviously, if she isn't, it, that says a great deal because certainly I agreed with you um, that she should have been back out there playing for the West Indies because we do, we really do need her. She has, you know, talent and skills and the abilities to be a match winner and can you imagine how much benefit that would be if she was part of the West Indies women's team playing right now? And, of course, whatever caused her not to make herself available for the national team, clearly this has not 
um, helped her career. But in the interim, of course, we see Haley Matthews having her career taken right off. And in the most recent interview that I saw from Haley, she actually um, said that uh, being captain of the ladies' team has meant that uh, she has to do a lot more, and it has helped to drive her game. And we can tell for sure because we can see that she is there performing and doing a great deal. The, yeah. the other point that I'm, I'm looking at is that uh, the West Indies squad was selected, but I'm not sure why Natasha McLean was not included in that squad because she performed very, very well during the women's uh, series of matches in the Caribbean this summer. And she's a very heavy striker of the ball. And she was one who could make a difference, especially in these T20s and these ODIs, because she's shown that she can do that. So I, I, I think an error was made in not selecting her, possibly. Well, I don't know the reason, but I think that her presence would certainly have assisted uh, the West Indies. Kudos to um, uh, Haley. She's done a great deal, and she is continuing to grow. Back to you, Leon. Yes, yes. I remember when, at least when Haley got in the limelight, when I, I wrote an article for Captain Haley Queen. And a lot of bloggers on my panel, they just jump on me and say, man, too soon, too soon. Wasn't too soon. We all talked about her not getting enough money, money. Yep. In, the in the big bags. bags. No, in no, the, in the uh, uh, it was the, 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 the women, 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 women Premier League, League. and she, she definitely deserved deserve her money. money. They, they, they deserve, deserve to pay her back pay. She, she has been played. A word about the Pani Taylor. She may look slimmer, but she, she had a catch that normally Stepani Taylor would have taken on the boundary line. She wasn't able to jump as high. And not only did she not, not take the catch, the cap bound, she should have prevented it from going for six. And she just pushed it right in over the whole boundary. And then and talking about DeAndre Dutton, I said to her, and I wrote personally to her, I said, listen, you're not going to be seen as much. Have you heard much about her? Everybody's talking about Haley. And could you imagine if she were there with, with Haley? Well, might not have won the series, but would have performed much better. And the younger member of the team might have... You get something from her to help them develop. But congratulations to Haley. And she deserves all the, the credit that she has given for the, those two. Two brilliant Haley made. She was on the verge of making three consecutive centuries. 99, 132, and 79, I think it was. She did perform. And that's a one-woman performance in the team. 
We need more than one person performing consistently. So, West Indies has got to do something. But there has definitely been a change in the team. I don't know if you guys have noticed. There is some change in it, but we are not here to compete worldwide and win consecutive matches. That's my take. But you know, we, we 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 have to give credit because Haley is now the world number one position as the number all one all rounder in the ICC women's uh, yes, rankings. Yes. But going back to um, the team itself, they're now just started with a new uh, trainer, coach, manager, whatever, whichever uh, classification this person has. So I would imagine that uh, with this new uh, staff coach on board, that the team will begin to um, see, see the benefits of this additional coaching. So I, I'm still not uh, too despondent because I would imagine that uh, with the new trainer in position, we will begin to see uh, much, much improvement in the West Indies team. And once again, and I know from this cricket show podium, we have made the call for someone somewhere in the West Indies or elsewhere to step up to the plate and have a quiet word with Deandra and get her back into the fold. Whatever reason was, it's time to put it behind for the behind her and behind us for the benefit of women's cricket, the benefit of Cricket West Indies and the benefit of Deandra herself. She needs to put whatever it is behind her and come back into the fold because she has a lot she can teach, a lot she can show, and a lot she can be a mentor to a lot of our younger players who are just coming up into the fold. So please, I hope my words are not falling on deaf ears, but somebody out there will decide that, uh, you know, it's time to come home and have a quiet word with Haley. Donna, what I agree you with you, Danny. I agree with you. When I look at the person ideal to do that, it's the Prime Minister of Barbados, Jan, Ms. Tatin. And if she wants to have Mr. Shallow there with her too, they can beckon her to come back. Because she, she's... She might be making a few more dollars, but she is not, her career would not be remembered as much as when she plays the international matches. Yes. Imagine you on this stage where millions and millions of people are watching the women's ODI or T20 championship. That would be something. And her stakes will definitely go up. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but to but each his own. She knows what her future lies for. What her she she probably figure what her, she wants to do in the, for the future. But for, for our sake and for sake of the Caribbean, I believe she'll be well suited to come back into the West Indies colours again, playing international matches. Because when the international matches are played, not many countries are playing domestic. So, 
And I don't know if they'll call her to do any commentary. <laughs> that might be an avenue that she could go to, but I don't hear of any. So who knows? Well, she's, she's still too young for that. Let's hear what Donna has to say if she has any take on this. Mm-hmm. Donna? Is Donna there? Okay. No? Yeah. Well, Haley, met you firstly. And Deanne, yes, just Haley and that splendid performance that they were able to chase down. I think it was 213 runs, and they did it in style, so I want to congratulate the team. However, they went on to lose the third and final match. I wasn't able to see the first ODI, but <clears throat> congratulations. And yes, Deandra, we can well do with her back in the team. So I hope she's going to be listening and Taking heed to what we have to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Thank you. Right. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mostly all of us. Definitely. Leon. Some, somebody. Um, Leon. Um, mm-hmm. I think I get a message that there's an echo coming through. Cause I think your phone and your your mic is on at the same time, so there's an echo coming through. Um, they're, they're, all, my... they're all muted. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me give my piece about, maybe the message was recorded. Let me give my piece about Diane Dutton. She is destroying whatever the rest of her career by pulling out yes. the West Indies team. Because I agree. the local game, she's not playing in the local game, and she's not playing in the West Indies team. Where are she getting practice? You see, sometimes some of us, from the time we reach to the top, we think we're larger than the game. So yeah. we don't have to practice no more. We don't have to do this no more, do that no more. And that is a big mistake because that is your job. And you got to work hard at your job. Cricket, you get to the top and you just stop play and expect to go and play this tournament. You can't perform. Maybe you might perform one time, but most of, most of the time you are not because you're not consistent with playing in your local tournament. And represent, if you represent your country, representing your country. Because you wait until these other countries call you to play games in their franchise, and then when you go there, what you doing? You're doing nothing. Yeah. You know, and nobody want no name these days, you know. They want runs and wicket. If you mm-hmm. can give them runs and wicket, that is what they want to win their tournament, not just your name, because mm-hmm. your name is not going to help you no more. It's runs and wicket. So, she better, she better, you know, she was making a statement and said, West Indies need to get their act together. She need, she need to get her act together. And Agreed. maybe come back and start to play cricket so she can have a better future career for herself when she wants to go and play the cricket. She has to be making runs. Nobody, where did she make the last ones? Where did she make the last ones next time? What happened to the draft probably coming up for the IPL, the IPL and the woman? Tell me if she's going to get drafted if she's not making a run. You know, but for Haley, I'm happy for this young lady, and I just wish her all the best. It's just like hard work paid, paid off. When she goes to the IPL the last time, she didn't get, she gets small change. But she, yeah. what she did, she do what she do best, perform. She get runs and wicked. And because of that, the next draft, she's going to get probably twice as much as what she get last year because... She is performing, and that is what these team wants, performers, not your name brand, because she go over there with a name alone, is not going to help her. Runs and wicked will take you a long way. Yeah. Gentlemen, let's, let's welcome Ivor. Ivor is on. 
Yes. Come on in, Ivor. Yeah. Yes. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. And welcome to October. For no, me, come on, I come on, say. Ivor. Ivor. Happy. You got yeah. some super ladies on the on the show too. One has a birthday. Still celebrating. Oh, okay. Well, let me know who is there. But um, I expect on the birthday hour, Donna would be doing. Donna, where? Mercury's and Hyacinth. Well, all the ladies, all the ladies, and I heard Virgil too. So all the ladies, Virgil. Oh, excuse me, Virgil is there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did hear Virgil. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, he about my name. He's calling me Virginia. <laughs> the slip of the tongue. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I heard Virgil talking about that in there. I'm going to support Virgil on this one. Didn't hear much, but um, yeah, Dustin has to. She has to think about um, herself first. Yes, I agree. If she's chasing the money, say so. I think she was of that ilk where she could have given. A better reason for leaving the West Indies, um, seeing the team, to just continue her career locally, rather than have people chasing after her and asking her to come back. She reminds me of the the, the the Russells and the Gales and the Pollards, when we were thinking that we can't do without them and we had to chase them. So it's gone over to the ladies. That's my take on it. That's my opinion. I don't believe in begging nobody to play. I think they should get the support, lead in good faith, and you, you get the blessings from whomever in whatever you decide to do. Mm-hmm. I think we may yeah. have Audley in as well, Dennis, so we're going to yes. say hello to Audley. Good evening to you, Audley. Little background noise coming from you, though. Uh, I, have, I have nothing. I have nothing going on here right now. All right. Totally quiet. Okay. 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 So, okay. So good evening. Good morning, Leon. Good. Good evening, and good evening to my fellow, all my fellow panelists, and uh, for the listeners throughout the world. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening to you all. And uh, we had a very cool day today. Um, the morning was more chilly, but this evening turned out quite sunny and stuff like that. Nice, beautiful date for a walk in the park or to do whatever they want to do. And I'm looking forward to enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Good. We were talking about DeAndre Dutton and the performance of Haley Matthews. I don't know if you want to share anything before we siphon into something else. Haley Matthews. Um, I'm not sure about that. In, I've been hearing anything about that in in recent times, but um, I can know. I heard somebody said, and I want to join with them um, to say that Haley Matthews is the, really the best cricketer in the West Indies, male or female, period, right now. Yeah. And I want. I mean, her performance really, really standing out um, by getting beaten. Scoring 140 out in the first, and and she scored more than two thirds of the run. Second, the second um, that we chased down, and you know the 130 that she made, and you know this time fortunately, Stephanie uh, Taylor was there to help. And um, then in the third, she came back again, and we we, we just fell away, and she she scored almost. 
I think about uh, another two thirds are there about of the runs that he scored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like you know her consistency, you know, uh, and then she's taking wickets too. So that would make her, you know, as a well, let me say, Jojo from from Good Morning Jojo. You know, he said um, he he considered that in the best cricketer in the West Indies, male or female. And I tend to believe it right now because you know she's really. You know, no, 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 no. You mean Haley? I mean Haley Matthews. Haley Matthews. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. Haley Matthews. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ali, you, you should get a fine for that. Hold on, one day. Do you guys believe that she should be named the female player of the year by the ICC and Wisden? I don't know if they win Wisden to who. Well, if we're going to talk about for the rest of the world, now we'll have to take a look at the, at the, the, the records for, for other outstanding oh, well, females. That's why I asked the question. You know, yeah, for, for the West Indies, hands down. For the West Indies, hands down. <laughs> you know, but and then we'd have to take a, a, a proper um, inspection of the, uh, the other top performance in, in, in the world when it comes to the latest game. Virgin? Oh, yeah. But didn't, didn't, didn't they say she was number one all-rounder in the world right now? Yes, yeah. yeah, she's the number yeah. one all-rounder in the okay, world. Okay, so yes. that, that, yes. that should speak for itself right there. Yeah, but even when mm-hmm. you're the number one all-rounder in the world in whatever category, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are the best batsman and the best bowler. But as an all-rounder performing all-round, yeah. you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're number one in the ranking in, in the rest. Leon, let me um, ask the panelists who just joined us lately. They may have missed uh, the opening segment where we mentioned that Canada, Team Canada, has now qualified as the team from the Americas to join the C2024 World Cup that will be played here in the United States and the Caribbean. I wonder whether the panelists who just joined us have any comments on the fact that the Canadians here have just qualified by winning in that four-match, four-team selection eliminator. Uh, that was played in, yes, four-team eliminator in Bermuda, where oh. the final match had to decide was uh, between Bermuda and Canada. They both ended up with the same number of points and Canada edged Bermuda on the net run rate of 3.2 to Bermuda's 2.7 after they both ended up with the same number of points from the eliminator. What's uh, your take on Canada's, you know, historic well, inclusion now? I, in I, I, I would like to congratulate our neighbors there, and that's good news. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they will, um, you know, give a good representation along with the U.S. The USA, because we know the USA, they're in by default. But Canada yeah. worked their way in. So yes. let's go ahead and just move for them as well. So that's good news. But, but Ivor, Ivor, India, yes. India qualify by default in this World Cup too? <laughs> Joking me. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the, the host always get, get it. The host country. So that's, that's good. West Indies got it in the same way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 
They cut in by uh, no contest. This is a no contest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's even worse. <laughs> so, so, so why you, what you guys say now, the next World Cup, we gotta we got to play in the West Indies so we can qualify? Exactly. I may, may well be. Yeah, the 2020, yeah, he's playing in the no, West Indies so we can qualify. I'm talking about the other one after that. Yeah, you tell here. Let me just say something about Canada. I'm glad, as, as I said, our neighbor, I support you 100% with that. And I'm glad that they qualify because, you know something, we need more of the North America to get more involved in the cricket. And it is really exciting to know another neighboring country um, had qualified. And I also want to say... Everybody know that um, they were trying to get, they said the game is going to play in Lauder Hill. Game is going to play in, in Texas or somebody in Texas. I don't know the city. And also in was Van Cortland, but they were fighting down that situation. Neighborhood. Neighborhood. And all of a sudden, the mayor of Long Island grabbed that opportunity, and they're going to build a stadium for the T20 up in Long Island. So the mayor of Long Island, what I want to say to you, congratulations, and I'm glad you do that because New York, the Bronx, is going to regret what they did. Well, I have a question for you. It's the, the neighborhood, the, the people surrounding the park, Van Cortland um, Park. Yes, Mr. Francis, let me explain something to you. It's not just the neighborhood, right? People listen to the news go, they said some of the commissioners, you know, when they were building the stadium here in Lauder Hill, mm-hmm. We was told to come to the meeting because a lot of these commissioners down here, they did not want it. So this three, I call them the three students or three amigo, whatever. Every week they come and they was putting down the cricket, putting down the cricket, putting down until when, when, when the, the history will hit them, they never come back and say another word again about the cricket. You understand? So what? it's a lot of the commissioners, they, some of them did not want it, plus the people was protesting. It has nothing to do about the neighborhood or whatever. You know, sometimes people just don't want certain things to build around the area and don't know what it's all about. And at least somebody else jumped at the opportunity. Thank God they did that. They're going to build it there. So they will regret uh, after a while. Leon, I have a comment or a question for Virgil. <clears throat> because this matter that you've just brought to our attention, as far as I understand it, the ICC has selected a specific site in uh, New York for this match. Now, I do not believe that the site can simply be changed without the ICC inspection. And that period of time has now elapsed. It's, so none of them were built as yet. None of the stadium was built as yet. It's still in yes, New York, no, you know. It's still in New York. Yes, but I think the specific site has to be selected and visited and inspected by the ICC board or team. I don't know that no. this there is. What was that? No. Would you say the budget? No, not until not until not until when you start to put down put down places. I mean, if I'm going to build a, a stadium here, I mean, I can have a big piece of land. You come and see it when it's finished. But I said. You can't build. You have to build it at this particular place. 
it was just the mayor of New York. That was the only area they wanted to put it down because they have that big space. I see. Mm-hmm. And but you know, people were fighting against it, but it had nothing to do with the ICC pick that spot because that was the only spot they could have um, put it down where they have I, that big space right there. But you are aware that the stadium was going to be a temporary um, construction. It wasn't going to be a permanent construction. So that, again, does not make sense for for the, the uh, surrounding neighbors to really make a lot of complaints. So there's obviously more to this than uh, I'm hearing, and we need to dig a little deeper. Hopefully when... Uh, you know, Coach JT arrived, he might have some additional information to share with us on this new um, revelation coming to us from, you know, in, from Virgil. Anyway, I'm happy, I'm happy up, and at least it's going to build there, and that's all you want. But who don't want it? Okay. Goodbye. Other people take it up, and at least you have to. It's just like, you see the same thing when they, when they wanted to build that the, the, the football, football down when Beckham and they want to build down in Miami, yep. says that you don't even have passing spots. They didn't want to build it in North Lauderdale, but finding Fort Lauderdale area. But now finally, they didn't have no choice and had to put it up there. And that was the best yeah. place they could have really put they, some. They are just, like just up the road from us, Virgil. Yes, yes, yes. And I mean, even today I passed there. I was showing my cousin. I mean, look, look at all the parking spots out there and down in Miami. Mm-hmm. You don't have to park all over and get trained to go where they want to put it. So at least they get something, mm-hmm. you know. So every disappointment is a blessing for somebody. So yeah. the the mayor is mm-hmm. very happy. As far as I see, he's what I see on the news. He was very happy. So I'm glad for them to do something like that because that's their own history. And it's a lot. Of, if you ask a lot of people who against. The cricket, they don't, they don't even know that it's their own history that they're turning their back on until somebody educate them. You understand? So it's, it will take a long time for them to understand, but at least they lose out. But I think they will get it. Okay, we have just a few minutes left before we go into the happy hour. Walter Henry, birthday and anniversary hour, folks. So- Audley, why don't you give us your inside edge? We didn't have an outline per se, but give us your inside oh. edge. Are we happy? Uh, I'm, I'm, try, I'm, I'm just, trying to uh, make uh, one, even one from the past. I'm, you wouldn't know. I'm just uh, I'm trying to, 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 pull, to pull this one up now. And, um, well. <laughs> okay, let, let, me, let me see if I got it here. No, no, no. Uh, I'll, I'll come back in a minute. Okay. Well, well, Leon, let me, uh, yes, go ahead. In the, in, in the few minutes we have, let me just take this opportunity to, um, you know, heave congratulations on the uh, Dallas Mustangs from the minor league. They held the uh, minor league championship final was held last Sunday. And mm-hmm. the Dallas Mustangs, a very local team, won the uh, minor league championship for this year. Uh, We will remember the past two seasons. This is the third season, and the past two seasons, the championship have been won by different teams. So it suggests that, uh, you know, the minor leagues does have a role to play in the development of cricket here in the United States. 
and uh, that tech under the American Premier League venue Grand Prix, the Lone Star State-owned Dallas claimed the 2023 Sunoco Minor League Cricket Championship. The Mustangs' victory was anchored by a tremendous all-round performance from Kenjia, whose 27 runs and three wickets won him player of the final honours. So, congratulations to um, minor league Dallas Mustangs and, you know, little commiserations to New Jersey Cavaliers. Uh, they fought, fought the good battle, but they just fell short at the last moment. So I'm looking forward again to uh, the next iteration of the uh, minor league and, of course, the major league cricket final because that shows that cricket is actually on the rise here in the United States. Back to you. Yes, thank you so much. I just want to say one thing too. I have forgotten to mention this about the Canada selection. The Canada selection. I just hope that they don't go for a whole pile of reject and players who have passed their best in the the world, the, the leagues around the world, and not develop their their youth. It's a good chance to mix the youth with some experience, but don't bring in a whole pile of of um, overseas players, players who have passed their best and, and were so and so. We want players to be developed in Canada so they can see what it is, taste the defeat, and challenge themselves to get better. So they can at least Canada can have a, a force to be reckoned with and just not go in and just lose and then you have to get a new set of overseas players and another re- and lots of um, retired players just to fill fill the, the roster. So you know, that's Leon, it. I, I saw a photograph of the Team Canada that mm-hmm. played in this tournament and I have to say unless my eyes deceived me. I thought they were the under-19 squad, quite frankly. Okay. To um, complement what you're saying, it's quite unlikely that that will be the area or the road that Team Canada will go down in this area. I would have sworn that, unless my eyes deceive me, those players looked fairly young, and I thought, oh, this must be the under-19 squad. Okay. That's the case. So be it. I love it. Okay. Happy birthday to you. And everybody happy sing happy birthday, birthday for Donna. I think he's going to sing happy birthday for you. Happy birthday, dear Donna. Happy birthday to you. May the right. good the Lord bless Wonderful. you. May the good Lord bless you. May the Lord bless and keep you. Happy birthday to you. Donna. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Happy
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the happy birthday song in the background, there it's time for the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. It's a time of the evening when we take a look at the cricketing fraternity and we say happy birthday, happy anniversary, or you want to call in 515-605-9850, 515-605-9850. Welcome to the Walter Henry birthday and anniversary hour. And as we go along, we give a uh, occasional footnotes. Okay, so today is the 8th of October, 8th of October, and we take a look at some of the birthdays. Uh, we have um, the Honorable Baldwin Spencer, yes. former PM of Antigua Barbuda. Yeah, he was born back this day in 1948, so he's celebrating his birthday today. Uh, Lennox Miller, former athlete from Jamaica, born 1946. Dana Hailia, I think Hailia, um, Donna's friend, she'll come in and do the correction with that one. Uh, Josie Wales, DJ out of Jamaica, celebrating his birthday today. Other celebrities celebrating birthdays. Boxer Billy Conn, I don't know if you ever heard of him. He was made famous by fighting Joe, um, Joe Louis. And um, he, um, Joe Louis broke his arm and still beat him because everybody was very much afraid of Joe Louis' right hand and he was attempting to throw it without throwing it. And when the man realized that uh, Louis' arm was broken and he did not take advantage because he didn't know, he cried, man, but he was beaten by Joe Louis. Jim Elliott is an American missionary who was killed in Ecuador back in 1956. Um, and they went to evangelize some Indians. And um, they, he, along with four others, were killed in Ecuador. And the good thing about it is that um, they went back. So, you know, other people, survivors, went back. And they were actually accepted by the Indians. And you know what they did? They adopted some of the children of the very people who killed their, their, their relatives and they're talking about the love of God. That's only the only way it could have happened that way. Jim Elliott. You can look up Jim Elliott, the American missionary who was murdered along with four others. Okay. Uh, Walter Gresky, the father of Wayne Gresky. We have Paul Hogan, the Australian actor from Crocodile Dundee. And we also have auto racer Bill Elliott another one. Uh, swimmer Matt Biondi from the United States. He won some eight Olympic gold medals. And Matt Damon. Matt Damon is an actor from the United States. Sadid Khan, politician and first Muslim to become mayor of London. And final one, Nick Cannon, actor and rapper. He turns 43 today. So let's go into some cricket. From the West Indies, Cyril Brown out of Barbados, Dave Mohammed from Trinidad and Tobago, and William Perkins from Barbados. From England, Albert Knight, Philip Mustard. From New Zealand, Mark Anderson, Shannon Gilchrist, and Justin Fryer. From Pakistan, Mohammed Hassan and Fawad Alam. From Australia, Neil Harvey. From India, Saeem Dingi, former wicketkeeper. And uh, Praveen Tambi, that's the man who played in the first 
IPL and for the entire for the entire season he was not hit for a six and I don't think that will ever be repeated. A spin bowler. And he was already way up in his thirties. Did not I did not think he'd get to represent India. But he was not taken out of the park for the entire season. Not some achievement. Heather Wellam from Ireland, female cricketer. Shaki Hassan from Bangladesh. Tonis De Byram from South Africa. For the 9th of October, we have Saviv scoring a scintillating 291 versus England in 1976. Yep. In 1976, high scoring test cricket, 291. I remember listening to that one on radio. I think quite a few of us can remember that one. There wasn't any television, hey, for you younger folks. And those days that we could sit and watch at home, we have to just get glue to our radio, our transistor radios. Okay, um, Prince Bartholomew out of um, Trinidad and Tobago and Mr. Nagamutu from out of Guyana, from South Africa, Riley Roscoe, um, from England, George Cook and Holy Stone, Jeff Cook rather, Jeff Cook and Holy Stone, from Australia, Mick Malone, Steve O'Keefe, John Redman, from Zimbabwe, Ian Nicholas, Paul Byron from New Zealand, and we have Peter Chase from Ireland, Ibrahim Kalim, wicketkeeper out of the United States. For the 10th, we have um, Lynette's dad. Uh, I heard that yesterday. Lynette's dad was born on the 10th of this month, and also Lynette's dad's uncle. So um, Lynette will, su- will supply those names in the future, right? But I know her dad and her dad's uncle was born on the 10th of October. And uh, Donna's brother, Mr. Gerald Brown, was also born on the 10th of October. So Donna has celebration going along just the same with uh, herself. Um, Alton Ellis out of Jamaica, he died in um, 2008. And we have Simon's sister. Yes, we're going to celebrate today. Yes, Henry, yes, we'll be celebrating also on the 10th. And Chronics, a musician out of, um, artist out of Jamaica also will be celebrating on that day. So cricket, Jerry Gomez from Chinantabago, Van Van Holder from Barbados. And um, from New Zealand, Harry Kane, Harry Dick, and Lance Cairns. From England, Billy Shutliffe, Alison Ratliffe, and Jason Brown. From uh, Ireland, Graham McCenter. From Australia, Johnny Taylor. And we have Roy Kea out of Zimbabwe. And um, Ahmed Riza from United, from the United States. You, no, United Arab Emirates. UA, United Arab Emirates. For the 11th, we have singer out of Jamaica, Jack Cure, and footballer out of England, remember Bobby Charlton, yep, golfer Michelle Wee, I mean, she, as a female, hit the ball so long that when in the early part of her career, 
she was allowed to play in men's tournament and and that's no easy feat long 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 and nesta carter sprinter out of jamaica also um celebrating on the 11th john gordon dude from england philip newport and helen wardlow all from england we have zane green from namibia keith boyce from west indies barbados the late keith boyce Ryan Harris from Australia, Almy Watkins, and uh, Holly Huddleton, female cricketers from New Zealand, Sanjay Banjer, and uh, from India, Hardik Pandya also out of India, and uh, Sultan Ahmed from the United Arab Emirates. For the 12th, we have Frederick Martin and Gilbert Parkhouse from England. Vijay Manchat, Ashok Mankad from India. Trevor Campbell, Sally Ann Cooper, and Annabelle Sutherland from Australia. Omar Phillips out of Barbados. Frank Freddie Martin out of Jamaica. Betty Maker from New Zealand. Hassan Hamoud from Bangladesh, and Chris Greaves from Scotland. For the 13th, we have Brother Cardinal Mills. Yes, Brother Cardinal Mills. He has, he, he has been celebrating from the 1st of October, so he's doing the right thing, doing it the Ivers way. Brother Cardinal, very happy birthday when it comes for you, sir. And, of course, as I already mentioned, you're already celebrating the entire month. Gospel singer Shirley Caesar, song we can't forget for the for, for the nine months I carried you, no charge. Song always play on Mother's Day and other times too. Um, Katie Tyler uh, from England, John Snow and Garth Betty all from England. Bernard or no, Peter Newville from Australia. Mohammed Usman from United Arab Emirates. Frankie De Villiers from South Africa, Marchant De Long, tall, fast bowler, 6'7". And um, from Sri Lanka, we have Anwar Rasinghe. Uh, from Pakistan, Mohab Shaw. Um, Haisi Modi out of Kenya. James Hart Kistline from Bar- Bermuda. Linton Das from Bangladesh, Amelia Carr from out of New Zealand. For the 14th, I think the 14th will be Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. That will be the last one yet for the 14th. Sherman Campbell, female cricketer out of Guyana. Jack Young, Jack Krapp, Tom Dooley. Roland Butcher and Ajis Khan from all from England. Represent England of at least. From Australia, Doug Rings, Ashton Agar, Glenn Maxwell. Um, for uh, we have Hasanta Fernando from Sri Lanka. From Pakistan, Rashid Latif, former captain and wicketkeeper. Shahid Azmal, former spin bowler, and Sean Masood, 
And from India, we have Rohit Pan. No. It's, it's it, oh, Rant, not Pan. This one is Rant. And um, that's just about what we have here for you yes. today, Leon. Um, thank you, thank you so I'll much. Come back with thank my you so much. I, if you need more time, a little later on. But we're going to pass over to Simon. He has an important announcement to make. Simon, come on in. And a very good evening to you, Mr. President, and all our panelists, and all our faithful listeners all over the world. And I want to send a big shout out to my last dear sister, Eleanor Todman, who celebrated her birthday. No birthday, anniversary. Anniversary. Of October. 49 years of marriage to the same man. Oh, 49 years, I'm still batting. You're going for the That's century. Right. Me, yes. yes. You'll yes. you soon catch up to me. I'm 58. You'll soon catch up. <laughs> and I want you to have a wonderful, wonderful anniversary, you and Edwin. Edwin, come. They're on the, on the line now, Ed. Hello? Yes, have a wonderful you. anniversary. Oh, you, you picked up the phone? Yes, Edwin yeah. is there. You can wish your brother-in-law okay. um, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary Edwin, to you, my brother-in-law, in. and my dear sister. Happy anniversary, 49 uh-huh. years. You're batting okay? You're getting yes. okay. You're getting close to me. Hold on, yes. and my dear wife is going to say Oh, happy. I thought you were on the phone. Huh? I thought you were Hello? Happy Hello? anniversary, Edwin and Eleanor. Happy anniversary and 49 years. Yes, <laughs> 49 years. And yeah, thank you very much. Come, okay? Happy, okay, happy, okay. and enjoy. Yes, yeah, okay. indeed. And thank you. Okay. We want and to say yeah. on behalf of the Cricket Show, we want to thank you, Edwin and Eleanor. Yeah. You guys have yeah. been faithful supporters of the Cricket Show from the onset, and we are very grateful for that. Just want to say happy, happy anniversary, and we hope you live to see many more years of joy, happiness, and good health. God bless you both. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that was God from bless. our president. That was the president. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, Thank you. Don't, um, go. Okay. Don't go yet. The other members want to say hi to you and Eleanor. Oh. And Let Edwin. them make it sharp. <laughs> I'm in my service now. <laughs> she had to go to her service. Okay. Brief, Anybody brief, wants to brief. Make it brief. She said, yeah, right. I, th- I think, uh, I think but in, a, in a rush, Leon said it on behalf of the, 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 um, the rest of us. So All of us. They have to go. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So let, let me play a song for you, Eleanor and Edwin. That's all I can okay. do. Okay. Go ahead. Thank you. Edwin, use this. Use this as My head bowed low in mm-hmm. the darkness. Yeah. All the way, all the way. 
appropriate. Like a king, I'm a living in a palace with great riches to call my own. But I don't know a thing in this whole You have a sister. You also have a sister, Dana Henry, that has a yeah. birthday on the tenth. Diana too. Diana. Yes. Diana Henry. Yes, yes. Right, Diana Henry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Diana Henry is born. Yes. Diana Henry. Yeah, that's that's Simon's mm-hmm. sister. This anniversary that we're celebrating went went on on, on the fifth. It went down the fifth, yes, but yes. they would get them this week. So um, this mm-hmm. is tenth of this month, along 
along with with, with Mr. Uh, I don't know if it's Dr. Gerald Brown. I know um, Donna's brother. Yeah, uh, I tried to reach her, but she's in church. Him. But I'll tell her. Yeah. You tell, uh, I know my sister Eleanor will tell her. Birthday too. I mean, okay. and, yeah, birthday and uh, we said she too has been contributed to our fund by Simon for a number of years and tell her we're not only happy for her, we are grateful for her contribution to the show as well. Thank you. Thank you all so much. Who's and of next? course, Brother Cardinal, Brother Cardinal, yes. I, know, I know Saturday that will be big over, over um, Saturday morning entertainment program. Yes, indeed. Cardinal, so, happy yes. birthday when it comes, brother. Okay. Anybody who's one of 15 on the Cardinal's birthday, say happy birthday to Cardinal. Anyone else want to say happy birthday? Um, happy birthday. Yeah. Many, many more. Many more birthdays, says Hyacinth. So say all of us. They say all of us. How about you, Dennis? Well, well, maybe Cardinal can go one up on Ivor and just celebrate for the next two months instead of the whole one month. <laughs> How about Virgil? Virgil, are you part of the Cardinal Barbara. Barbara, yeah, this is yeah. Barbara. Good afternoon to everybody. Wait, 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 wait Barbara. We, we have to get a drum roll to, to Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Barbara. <laughs> Leon, everybody, good afternoon. Hi. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I was calling in to wish Donna a happy, happy, happy Ooh. birthday. Ooh. And we the Lord to help you to live to see many, many more. And he would continue to give you health and strength so that you can continue to serve him. Mm-hmm. So happy birthday. Special request. Special request. This is also for Cardinal coming up on mm-hmm. Friday, too. Okay. Special request. Um, Barbara, Barbara, can you hold a while? Yeah. I'm going to ask okay. Hyacinth to sing happy birthday for Donna again because you didn't hear her. Go ahead, Hyacinth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, that would be good. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Donna. Happy birthday to you. May the good Lord bless you. May the good Lord bless you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the good Lord bless you. Happy birthday. A wonderful voice. Thank you so much for being that birthday for everyone making birthday. Beautiful voice. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you too, Barbara. Have a blessed day. Yes, thank you, Leon. Indeed. Thank you very much. Anyone else? Is there anyone else? How about you, Iva? Where's Iva? You went to sleep? Oh. Iva, <laughs> wake up. Wake up, Iva. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I'm here for someone who was cutting in because um, they are usually the best for last, but since all they call me, I'll get first, center, and last. Of course, happy birthday to Sister Donna. We really party hard yesterday. Mm-hmm. And um, Gerald, that's the name you're searching for there, Ali. Brother Gerald Brown. He's on the ten. Yeah, yes, Gerald. And um, of course, Cardinal, we're going to serenade Cardinal 
on Saturday, on the most optimistic show on Saturday. It, but it will be Friday. But you heard it from Arlie. And from the horse's mouth, or from Cardinal's mouth, he said he started mm-hmm. from the first. So it's no secret. He's celebrating. I know he's some place out there. Pardon, listening to, I would imagine that. So for all who are celebrating in October, it looks like October giving us a run. Well, <laughs> Donna's going to come and say, but let me first, since you brought me in before her, we have a sister in the Virgin Islands having a birthday today, Diane. Mm-hmm. Diane. So Diane is having a birthday. Oh, you're going to have to write that down. Sister Diane over there in St. Thomas. That's Daddy B's daughter. She's the second in line. And to the anniversary day is 49. Let me just go ahead and, and put in my two cents. If they, they would have gone, let me record it. That's Simon's sister. You go on to say, Simon, you made a mistake. You say she shouldn't catch you up. I don't <laughs> hope that she shouldn't catch you up. You keep going, Simon. You're an Irma. And they will follow you. I, I dare say maybe closely. Okay? So, happy anniversary. Amen. And only maybe one correction. Uh, if William Perkins is the same person that come and play with the MAP tournament, I think he was born in Trinidad when he made his... Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, okay, thanks. Yes, okay. Let's hear from Donna. Donna, what, where is the cake? <laughs> you jumped off the cake already, dear. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it in the mail. <laughs> yes, so, yes, I mentioned my sister Diane. She lives over there in Saint Thomas. Diane Ayala. Yeah, I have to make that correction too because I have a done as done as friend, but it should be done as sister. Sister, yes, my okay, sister okay. from another mother. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then my brother Jay, he's celebrating on Tuesday. And then I don't know if I ever forgot Garvey. He's having a birthday with Cardinal on the 13th. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but Garvey, who is <laughs> I, I, I didn't want the... Virgil to hear that. And I forget to tell him. <laughs> so... I have a son on, on the 13th with Cardinal. But make sure yeah. Virgil not tell him. <laughs> he lives over there in London now. Mm-hmm. Originally from the British Virgin Islands, but he's in London now. All right. And gone abroad. Yes, that's my list for the tour. Gone abroad. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a sister, Gabrielle. Gabrielle Francis. She, I tell you the story about her. She celebrates the 12th, the 9th. And the first. I don't know which. So <laughs> I don't know which, which is right. But, but I happen to have called her today and say, happy belated birthday. But she didn't say anything. So I just say, well, today is her birthday. Happy birthday, God. But she's not doing well. I often call, um, pray for her. And she had a, a mini stroke and she's still in rehab. So we just hope and pray that she will be. And she smiled with me and sent a kiss to me. Could you imagine? Uh. I love it. Yes, Gabriel. I think you remember her, right? Of course. Yes, thank you. Of course, she's so a baby. That, those, I... Yeah. Anyone else? Anyone else? 
Anyone else? All right. If, I, if they all finish, I'll, I'll come no, in. No, um, I haven't got any birthdays this week. No. Okay, so okay. I'll come in at mine, Liana. I'm, I'm yes, in the same shoe just as you are. My uncle in, in Boca, he, he has two birthdays, and I have to call him, you know, to ask him which one he's going to celebrate, one one earlier in, in the month of January, one a little later down. Nowadays, he doesn't celebrate birthdays not, uh, at all. She, 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 he has joined um, uh, Miss Murtries and uh, some other friends. Um, her, her name again, what's, what's her niece again? Um, just slip me right now. That doesn't celebrate birthday again. Uh, it will come back. Connie too. Connie too. Con, has Connie, a birthday Connie, October. Connie. Who's where? Connie. Yeah, but she doesn't. But she celebrate doesn't celebrate. It. Right, right. That's Connie I'm talking. All right. So I have two more. Let's tomorrow is Columbus Day. Are, are some people celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day? So um, pick your choice. Um, <laughs> one of my church sisters, um, Annette Beam. She is celebrating. She'll be celebrating on Tuesday. Um, one of my best friends, um, I mean, he, he's, he's like my, my two-two brother, uh, Brother Campbell. Um, his son, Dwight, will be celebrating his on Wednesday. Boy, I can't believe little Dwight that was born that's already in his 40s nowadays. Wow. Dwight, happy birthday when he comes. Um, a former co-worker, we call it the, the elite clan, the cl- elite clans, yeah, um, Pansy Grant. She's in Queens, New York. She'll be celebrating on Thursday along with Reverend Mitchell, who's also, um, no, he's in Long Island nowadays. He's in Long Island. Reverend Mitchell, my sister's pastor, he'll be celebrating also on the 12th of this month. And... Um, Mr. Kelly, I still call him my landlord. Where you know, whenever I, you know, come to Connecticut, for eight years I was living um, at his place, and um, you know, things has changed. His wife died, you know, downsized everything now. But I still call him my landlord. So my landlord, Mr. Kelly, uh, happy birthday when he comes. He always enjoys it at some big function at some hotels and stuff like that. So I don't think it will be an exception. And finally, John T. from WABS 1170, he'll be mm-hmm. celebrating his birthday on the 14th of this month. So happy birthday when it comes, John. Okay. That's what I have here. And if nobody else has anything to say, I'll just go ahead and close out the Walter anniversary hour. Song first? Or? All right. You, 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 have a song? you have a song you want to play yeah, again? Yeah, a song. Just a little bit of secular song, but motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Somebody dumped me, said no. 
4.9 ounce or 140 grams and 8.25 inches or 21.0 centimeters. Junior cricketers under 13 years, the ball minimum is 4.6 ounces or 130 grams and 8.06 inches or 20.5 centimeters. Approval and control of the ball during the match is the responsibility of the umpire. At the start of play, during breaks and intervals, and at the fall of each wicket. Unless match conditions say otherwise, a new cricket ball is used at the start of each innings, and a new ball is used for every 80 overs in matches played over two or more days. Lost cricket balls are not uncommon in club cricket matches, less so in professional matches. In lost ball instances and when a cricket ball is damaged or become unfit to play, a replacement ball of similar wear and condition must be selected by the umpires, who then informs the batters and the captain of the fielding side. That's the end of my presentation for today. Last three and four of the cricket. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Thank you so much, Donna. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lake. Thank you, Lady Thank you. Donna. Lady Donna. Thank you. Well done. Any, Thank any you. comments from anybody else? Anybody else want to make a comment? Just, just a note. Just one. Oh, go ahead. Get in. Yeah. No. Go I ahead. think I'm higher since I had a comment. No, I just want. No, I'm just saying just how um, important these informations are for people like myself who don't know much about cricket. I find them very sort of extensive and enlightening. So I hope other people who are listening enjoy them as much as I'm doing. Thank you so much for sending us these information, Dennis. Thank you. We, hope, we certainly hope that uh, we are able to inform as part of our uh, uh, philosophy as far as uh, helping to um, bring information to our listening and public. Yeah. Thank you so much, Donna. Let me add a little something there. Since that's been gone from scoreboard to electronic. Can you start again, Half please? Time, you'll find that. I have, gone I'm a start, start. Have a, you, you weren't coming in um, yeah. to audible. So, um, would you try to? No, first. Okay. So you want to start, start at the beginning again. That's what. Yeah, let me not use Donna's phone. Donna, take back your phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that was more for scorebook that Donna was talking about where the umpires would mm-hmm. would sign the book. So now when they're scoring electronically, you'll find even people come and they score on their phones. Yes. There's no there's no there's no space there to even sign that. But I guess the umpire would um approve. Maybe by just checking it over. Check. So for umpires who are listening now, mm-hmm. you should mm-hmm. always have a paper score. I know we did say two scores, but they didn't specify whether it's electronic or paper. In today's scoring, one is mandatory. Paper scoring and electronic scoring, not just two scores. Okay. And, and I might add that, you know, we have to remember that 
we watch a lot of professional games where we see the score automatically on digital format. But at the club level, and certainly at club levels where I've uh, spent a great deal of my time, we were always at a loss to find a reliable score. And it came to pass that there were times when the umpires at club level, this is, had to quietly count the total total number of runs, not the individual scores, but the total number of runs scored during the entirety of the match as a check against the scores because one team did not have faith and trust in the second team scores doing the scoring. So I speak of personal experience when I tell you that as an umpire, there were many weeks when I had to go out there and quietly keep a check on the total runs in order to satisfy the opponents, one or other of the opponents. So, yes, it's easy when you're doing digital today, but at the club level, it is much of what has been said by Donna still is very, very essential. Back to you, Leon. Yeah, and just want to ask Ivan and probably Dennis, in the case of the ODIs where two balls are used, two new balls, two new white balls from either end, is this going to be a part of the laws or is it going to be classified as plain condition? It's by agreement. So the plain condition. Yeah, the playing conditions that that's decided before the match starts as part of mm-hmm. the playing conditions. Yeah, whether you use one, two, or because in the early days of my cricket, I recall when we used to use just one ball. So the team winning the toss in those early days would always elect to bowl first because they get the shine on the new ball. But again. <laughs> I'm simply dating I'm simply dating myself because cricket balls in those days were expensive so it was never the situation where uh, two new balls were available so we, we've come to see cricket develop wow. into what it is now where you have two new balls at the beginning of each inning so playing conditions is what's important here Dennis I must say the first I'm here in this one but, um, yes Ever since um, ever since um, um, been in the cricket, playing cricket, um, school cricket and so forth, I always know that they, you know there's always one ball for each team, at least one ball for each team to start with. And um, our our field um, wasn't all grass or uh, stuff like that. So sometimes when I hit the ball, we have to have extra balls because sometimes we don't find the ball at all. But to hear that, you know, there are times when one ball has been used, that means all the shine and so the one that comes yes. second. All the first time you that. All Dennis was just trying to tell you his age, but we can move on from that. That's a piece of humor. That's a piece of humor for. That's a piece of humor. Okay, okay, okay. That's a piece of humor. Let's take me total around. A piece of humor. In my in my 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 cricket days, we played around a lot of buildings in a little area that was was not occupied. And whenever mm. the ball goes over the fence, or 
Our fathers, mother, parents, we just throw them in their pit latrine. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've seen that too. You have seen that too. And and what happens, whoever you are, that ball goes into, he is responsible to get that ball out. So can you imagine? (laughs) You get the humor. Um, Okay. Back to Donald. Oh, God. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. ahead. Back to Donald. Um, Umpires have to know that the score is part of their team. A lot of umpires would go to game and even want to bash score. But officially, the score is part of the umpire's team. Mm-hmm. And for clarification with the two balls, let the world know, mm-hmm. it's only in the ODIs oh, that they use two balls. Two balls, yes. One from That's what I said. In so twenty-five overs, from one end. Twenty-five. In the twenty overs, you use the one ball, one ball. from both ends. In Test match cricket, you use the, the, the well, first-class cricket. Let me let me put it right. And eighty overs, yeah. you can use, you can call for your ball. So Donna did mention that about the eighty overs. So just mm-hmm. in case people are listening up, they want to watch mm-hmm. eighty overs when we're only playing. Yes, the distinction has been made in the presentation that a lot of um, things are a little different at club level compared to the professional level where it is not always required, you know, it is not always that obvious in, in the professional levels. But at club levels, you have to think about being out there in the, dare I say, in the wild somewhere where it is not always. Because I remember driving to play cricket in pastures, you know, with fields cut in the middle of pastures and you're nowhere near, you know, where you can easily have So it is very possible that uh, most of this applies at the club level more so than at the professional level. Back to you, Leo. Okay, folks, we're going to thank you because we want to spend some time on the Cricket World Cup. Oh, Thank you I was going to bring one more thing, Leon. Yeah, bring one more thing because time. some people think that the mm-hmm. scoring is just to write in a book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The scorers yeah. must know signals and acknowledge signals in answering back Dead. to the unfeel umpires. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, yeah. you have to do it all mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. So when the umpire signals are wide, you must know the signal for wide for buys, mm-hmm. dead ball, and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. you must acknowledge the signals by responding to the umpire, on-field umpire, mm-hmm. not the, yeah. the reserve umpire that is maybe in the building next to you. I just think we should do it all. Okay, since you have to move on, let's move on. Okay, yes. so, so there's a communication between scorers and umpires then. They have a one yep, yes. communication. You even have walkie-talkies between the scores and the umpires if you're further and you can't hear because you're one team. The umpires are responsible for the correctness of scores. Who keeps the scores? The scores. Mm -hmm. One other question. One other question that that bothers me sometimes. Go ahead. Okay. The the umpires are they responsible for the crowd? 
if 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 perhaps uh, we see umpires signal for a, a spectator to sit down. But suppose a player or behind spectator the, has behind the, the batsman are yeah, you know, and they have bo- may have a flashlight in days of old. They used to have a flashlight that's shining in the op- opponent's eyes. <laughs> Just as <laughs> get no. them out of there. <laughs> Yeah, that's where security comes in. The the umpire would not they would indicate to the to the player and that's where security mm-hmm. or more often maybe if you want to say police or whomever. They can ask the, the person if not they could be thrown out. Because mm-hmm. even though you have your ticket, the ticket will mark that you can be thrown out of the team if you're not um in comp and <laughs> in um in agreement with what whatever is happening in the the park rules. Like Virgil would tell you, he had to blow his finger one time and they couldn't throw him out because that was not part of the the drum and the horns and stuff that they indicated that should not be on display. Yes. So the umpire, mm-hmm. that's all they will do. Mm-hmm. Indicate mm-hmm. and have that removed. But they don't physically leave the field and throw somebody. Okay, so, so if a batsman, if a batsman leaves his crease and goes to a spectator and points his back to the spectator... Hmm? I don't think that's allowed. To do what? But to the spectator to do what? To tell him the spectator was shouting at the back. The umpire is in charge of that. He's just completely the umpire. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're playing. No, the player, the player, the player. I'm saying the player was on the were on the, was on the field, and a spectator keep harassing the player, and at the oh, interval he goes for the, for the the spectator and started a eruption with him. Who, who? At that's another that's in the interval that that is business because I witnessed something during an interval in Antigua. Yeah. During a test <laughs> I match. remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, he I remember. That's what I was referring me. to too. <laughs> he said he will whack me. With the budget and so Vivian Richards. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't there, but I was told about it. But anyway, let's move oh, on. I, I was there in living colors. I heard the conversation a sight from myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I well, heard the conversation the before it happened. I we want to cover all these tonight. Let's see. Because we're waiting for Jason, but he seemed to be occupied. First, we're going into yeah. the World Cup, as most of you. Simon, we have to boycott your question from you again. But I'm sure you can join oh. in. Well, yeah, we'll do we it not? another time. Hmm. We'll do it another day. Let's go into the world have, Dennis. Uh, yes, I was about to say, I have a nice question teed up for Simon tonight, so I i don't know if I'll remember it next mm-hmm. week. Next week, write we'll it down. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> England yeah. versus uh, right. New Zealand. England losing by nine wickets. New Zealand got super wins. Pakistan versus the Netherlands. Pakistan yep. win by 90, oh, 81 runs. Folks, let's take them two at a time. Who wants to go first? What stood out for you folks, England versus New Zealand? Ivor, you want to go first? Um, of course, England versus New Zealand, that's a big match. But if I can say New Zealand, having been in the finals for the last two times and came up short, um, kind of hoping they'll do like Guyana 
and probably get their third time and probably win it this time. But it was a good start for them, um, bungling out England, and they, they, they laid down the, the gunter by saying, we're going to only lose one wicket. And here is it where they went and just played it well. Once you're in, they show people once you're in, you must carry on. Now that you're in and get out. So they're well on the way. Good win for them. But England being the defending champions to go down, a loss doesn't mean that you're out of the competition. Sometimes it's best mm-hmm. to use to lose a match up front and know where you are and then do the adjustment. But again, good win for New Zealand in which they would have up their one weight as well. So the net one weight because that's gonna be important. A lot of teams when they start playing, they wait until the last moment to depend on other teams to either lose or to knock somebody out as opposed to try to do it for themselves. Um what was the other team again? The other two teams? The other two well, oh, Netherlands. Netherlands, Netherlands and Pakistan. Well, he you say doing two at a time, right? Two at a time, okay. two at a time. Okay. We give everybody a chance, two at a time. Go ahead, Ivor. That's what I want to do, but then Pakistan. Like mm-hmm. Okay, Pakistan, um, I don't think they batted as well as they should have, but they, they, they're bowling the firing power, Afridi and, and Lop. I think they would have thought they had enough to overcome. I call it minus. And when I saw that these guys kept Pakistan in check, to be honest with you, I said, I showed the Pakistan, but I remember Wulma. It came to Kibandi. They don't want to lose in the World Cup. That came to my mind. I don't know for what reason, when they would have lost mm-hmm. and they would have lost Wulma. I said, I know Pakistan mm-hmm. don't want to lose to the minors. So I was glad that they win. And I don't really want Pakistan to lose to any minors. I, I, I always remember Babu Wulma. Yes. Unfortunately, in Jamaica. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. in Jamaica. That's my take on that, yeah. I'm both of them. Okay, good. Dennis? Uh, well, I, yeah, England and New Zealand. What, what, what I found that was, you know, England batted with 282 for nine, with Root scoring as usual, a very reliable 77, and Josh Butler, the captain, 43. They, that was the. Along with Johnny Bairstow, 33. That was the brunt of the uh, English innings. And I would have thought that for a 50-over match, 282 is not a bad score. However, New Zealand came in and Devon Conway, 152 runs in 121 balls. And Ravindra, 123 from uh, 96 balls. These two guys really sat on the English bowling so hard that it was really a very entertaining match. And, of course, England was caught with their, dare I say, proverbial pants down because they had no idea that the New Zealanders were out there with such um, zeal ready to show them exactly what needed to be done. It's a good sign. We will see what happens in New Zealand's next match. England, of course, have to win a match to get their mojos working, but New Zealand has already out there in the front. Pakistan and Netherlands, well, 
Pakistan, once again, the score of 286. Again, I thought was probably a winnable total. But uh, watching uh, uh, from that, we have Rizwan, as usual, uh, with a massive 68. And uh, this time, Rizwan did not produce. But Shaquille came to the rescue along with Nawaz, 68 and 39 runs. And we had the um, Netherlands where Vikram Singh, 52 runs, and Bas de Lied, 67 runs, carried the Netherlands to within striking distance, so much so that I, I really thought that we were due for an upset. But it did not happen. You know, once the partnership was broken, then uh, it was definitely out of the uh, relevant, out of end of uh, the Netherlands mm-hmm. players. Mm-hmm. And they folded at 41 overs for 205. Match well played. Pakistan had better recognize that um, Mr. Um, the, their bowler, uh, Mr. Afridi is not doing as well in the last few months as he has done previously. So unless something big was to happen, I think they have to um, think very hard about what is likely to happen in the future. So that's the team to watch, Pakistan and England. That's Virgin, take on both Thank two. you. Virgin? Yes, I'm here. You can hear me? Yes, very well. Yes. Loud and clear. Yeah, because I was trying to get on so long, but then it seemed like I was muted or something like that. But um, I'm just listening now. Okay. But y- y- you know something? I just read something. This, this, the carnival at the hotel, there's a dozen people was hospitalized from, I think, each stroke or something like that. Who? The, the, a lot of the, people were hospitalized. The hot carnival down here this weekend. Beautiful city of Lauder Hill. In the beautiful city of Lauder Hill. And it's a lot of people was, <laughs> I mean... Get heat stroke, uh, well, heat related, and watching cricket. Watching cricket. Watching cricket. No. Juve, Juve, Juve. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, let's move on. Carnival in Miami. Okay. How about you, Donna? Do you have anything to say on those two matches? Oh yes. Games. Yes, New Zealand and England. I yes. feel so yes. happy. New Zealand because to me that was a revenge match yes. from yes. 19, 2019 final and yes. New Zealand did take out the revenge on England so I was happy for New Zealand in that game they really put some blows on England and so they should feel confident going into the competition right? Yes. Pakistan I think the Netherlands handled them pretty well but then they're, they're batting, let them down a bit. So, But I expected Pakistan to come out on top. But Netherlands did give them a good show. Yes. So, so I was pleased with that uh, as well. Okay. Dennis, you, you came in? Anybody no, no, I was agreeing with. Oh, okay. I think, I Anybody think. else? What about Audley? Audley, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Audley, England. Yeah, yes. Yes, England. Um, I was disappointed um, with the score that they made because I'm telling you, nowadays, 
the, the, the type of, of scores that have been made in, in, in one day international is not, you know, to, 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 some of these scores now is almost like a tweet, um, T20 match when you score 280 something. Because um, T20 scores now no 220s and, and whatever. And when you score only 282 in a 50 over match, I know it's a different type. You know, you have the middle or middle time to sort of low or it depends on the side playing. But, um, if, you, if you don't have a handsome 300, we're not talking about just limping over the 300, um, three, 350, 360, go up to the 370s. I, I think um, depending on the side you, you, you're playing, you, 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 you're quite likely to lose the match unless you're really on fire with your bowlers. So when they make 282, I, w- I was disappointed that um, they did not make at least 300 plus. But the mm-hmm. the New Zealanders really came on with a with a whipping man. I tell you, they settled down in losing one guy um, for a golden duck first ball, and then the two guys just settled down and put, this, put everything away. I mean, they, they, they wanted 13 and 13 plus over, 13 points of the overs to, to spare. So somebody already um, alluded to the fact that with, with a net run rate, that is good because, they, you know, they have a lot of overs to, to, to work with. So they're working on two things at the same time. And um, sorry that the Englishmen could not put up a better show, but well done for well done New Zealand. Uh, with yeah. Pakistan, yes, that again, just looking at it at 280s, I was hoping that the Netherlands would even draw a little closer. At one mm-hmm. stage they were doing very well, but then they just fell away. New Zealand, not New Zealand, Pakistan were expected to win. Um, but uh, again, the Netherlands put up a good show, and in the end, they, 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 they just wither away. But um, at least, when you look at the score, it was a good recovery by Pakistan, why they, re, why they, they reached there anyway. But uh, it happened. That's, a part of, that's all a part of the cricket. And eventually, they won by 81 runs. So um, I'm saying they got to watch themselves as they proceed in this World Cup. And Netherlands, uh, nothing to be ashamed about. Continue plugging, in, plugging, plugging. Eventually, you may come up with a big win, maybe a big upset. Mm-hmm. Back to you guys. Yeah. Just, just one, two points I just want to mention. The crowd, it looks small, right, in a stadium of 132,000. Yeah, I, I believe, I don't know if it were the right thing to play that opening match instead of playing an Indian team to draw the crowd, but... To me, it looks kind of sparse. I don't know if it looks the same way to you guys in that. In, yeah, there were that. there were people there, but not what I would expect for for, exactly. for the, the opening, mm-hmm. the, the world World Cup opener. I guess just as you said, Leon. Um, if if it was the fact that um, India was one of the uh, teams playing the in the first match. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. the host playing in the first match. I think that place would be bursting at the seams with people outside mm-hmm. waiting, can't get in. But then I guess they're, they're, I don't know if it's a tradition for the World Cup holders, for the whole Cup, World Cup organization, uh, ICC to for the, the, the final, the one that the, the finalists to play the first match. I don't know if if, if it's a thing. So maybe that's why I'm remembering the the, the, the duel, the battle they had. 
you know, um, England and New Zealand. So they mm-hmm. decided to start with the defending champions and the losing finalists. Um, yes. But, it was better than some of the crowds uh, that, are be, that are showing up for other matches, though. Yeah, but it, it was, it but was the not stadium what, was what so I was big. Yeah, it's a huge stadium. Mm-hmm. But you, you know something? If the stadium carry like whole 120 or 30,000, and if 30,000 people, okay, 30, people is inside there, it it's going to look like not, it's going to yeah. look like it's empty. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. if it's a 10,000 10, capacity and you have 10,000 people, it look like plenty because it's full. But because right. it's so big, yeah. it's hard to really say that. And otherwise, too, only when the host most likely is, is, is playing, then you will get a packed stadium. But for the foreign huh. countries and them, it's a little bit less, you know. That's, not, that's not, the way not to, men, not to mention that the Pakistan-India match is already sold out. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, just, that just is, that is to my work, continue on that, before we go on, is Stokes and, and Williamson. Uh, is Stokes, is Williamson ill? And Stokes, I know he had a groin or hip injury. Yes, he, yes. Stokes had some groin injury going on. And Williamson? Yeah, so, Williamson, Williamson. Is he yeah, in the I team? Think, I, I think saw there's some stand. problem with Williamson as well. And he, he, yeah, yeah, I don't know if he has been replaced or is he still a part of the squad? I'm not too as sure. As far as we know, he's still part of the squad. Leon, can we find out if Hyacinth has been following the matches there and if, if he's oh, oh, following yeah. England? Hyacinth, are you... Yeah, I watched it, but there's there's so many sports on at the moment. I was watching, um, um, uh, what was it now? Ryder Cup golf. No, I've been watching gymnastics. Okay. Rugby World Cup is on too. And yeah, I've been watching the yeah, I've been watching rugby. Yeah, I've been watching. There's so many sports on at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've been watching rugby. And well, um, um, gymnastics, mm-hmm. as well as I, I saw the England. I saw England I got think. badly beaten, actually. Okay. <laughs> 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 you hear how sad I sounded? Badly beaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Afghanistan versus yeah, Bangladesh, folks. Let's let's go. Uh, Afghanistan versus Bangladesh. Let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask a question about Williamson. The last mm-hmm. report I heard is that he's still sidelined, so I don't think he'll be playing tonight against the Netherlands mm. either. There was a report saying he's still sidelined. So he's with the team, but he's sidelined. Yeah. For the performance, yeah. they need to... We, yes. We have just joined us in, just in time to give us his take on the England and uh, Pakistan matches. Okay, coach. Come on, coach. Is he on? Not yet. Yes. He's, coach. He's in. Yes. Yes. Coach. Good opinion. evening, everyone. Sorry for the late, but I'm uh, kind of tied up with so many other things going on. Congratulations! And I came out you. last night, 3 a.m. for a reason because my dad has been hospitalized and running around oh, for the emergency now. So oh, sorry wow. for the not showing up early today, but I was tied up with the celebration at the Cricket Hall of Fame last <laughs> night, and then uh, things suddenly changed because of the family uh, emergency. But I'm still here for maybe another half hour just to say hello, everybody. 
and he's all going well, and he's not the concern, but as a precaution, we just admitted him in a hospital today, and I'm hanging with him right now, because I'm the eldest son, so he cares about me, so I have to care about him now, you know? (laughs) Okay. We'll excuse you and go without you for today, for this week. Now, if you want to make okay. a quick and contribution, can you answer you what can go. If I have to pitch in, I'll pitch in, so that's okay. Oh, one quick question, though, um, Coach. Uh, um, it was brought to our attention this evening by Virgil that there is some difference of opinion regarding the New York venue for the 2024 World Cup. Have you heard any news or anything you can share with us regarding the venue in New York? Well... It's a very difficult to say anything until we hear something officially from the ICC. But mm-hmm. if you are in the U.S., we need to understand from our experience. To be honest with you, in 2007, when the World Cup was hosted in the West Indies, if you recall that 16 years back, I will say Fort Lauderdale was like mark for the World Cup venue. And it was like uh, almost there until they came out at the last moment when said you'll come up. There was not a single game in the U.S. Stadium was built. Stadium was ready to go. Stadium was expected to host. And I think at that point also it was declared that there will be some game. To be honest with you, in my opinion, I better finger uh, keep the finger crossed. Let it happen. Let the schedule happen. I care about action, not the media release and news and what these people are talking about. We need to see a reality. And until then, we can talk about it. Whatever we hear or what we need, it's everything is, uh, I will not say right or wrong, but yes, it's a point of discussion. Mm. Okay. Thank you. Leon, back to you. Leon? Okay. Oh, for some reason. Leon is not responding. Oh, can, can, can I clear up something there? Yes, I think Mr. Ahead. Patel said the 2007 um, stadium was built. It was not built for the World Cup. We was bidding to get some of the game. And there was a lot of things was going on with VZ and the amount of... When they said they want to send 20 games, or how many people were going to come... It was a big issue. So the stadium was not built during the World Cup. It was built after the World Cup. Because we did that. Get, when they were bidding for the game, they did not get none. So they did not build it before the World Cup. So it was... Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a, yeah. That is the reason I pointed that one. It is a similar situation. New York don't have a stadium at this point, period. It is just like that situation. It's announced, right? And by the time schedule came out, whatever excuse is or whatever the situation is, it did not happen. So here is the same story. There is nothing is on the ground at this point. That means I better wait until end of April and let it happen. What is stepping up there? And when the really comes, when the toss is held, that is the point we need to believe that, okay, game is here. So that's the news. New York, New York City, there was, people were fighting against it. 
even commissioner, they didn't want it, and people around there. So Long Island mayor take up the responsibility and decide to build the stadium in Long Island for the 2024 World Cup. That is what I... If you don't have it, I'll send a piece of clip to you also so you see it. I don't, that's what they said. That is correct. Okay. Original plan was in the Bronx. They started yes. really well. They spent some uh, real good amount of time. But then there was a heavy oppose for uh, yes. different sides. And eventually it was a kind of no-go. It wasn't a full stop there. Discussion may have been on. But all of a sudden we see the completely second option, which is the Long Island. And uh, yes. I was at the Hall of Fame last night and I talked to a couple of uh, gentlemen. Uh, one of them is uh, Clarence Modesto. He's a part of that uh, Long Island Cricket Club for many years i will say uh, maybe uh, about 50 years to be uh, my opinion but like old club in us right long lasting history down there and uh, even their involvement or the commonwealth cricket league which is the closest uh, uh, entity which is using that ground at this point we have absolutely not a firm decision or a firm statement what is going to shape up or what exactly shape up? At this point, only they are saying that there will be a pop-up stadium and it will be ready for the World Cup. That's all. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. Leon, are you back? Yes, I'm back. I'm just going ahead. Hey, uh, Mr. Patel, um, congratulations on your award. And what you said there, you said something there about your father, which I think the best thing you said all day when you said he take care of you, so you got to take care of him. And I think that's the best thing you said all day, and I'm feeling proud of you for saying that. And I just wish your father all the best and speedy recovery. Thank you, brother. Yes, so, uh, yes, so. Yes, okay. Leon. So, JT, quickly, if you can give us a summary of the matches that were played so far, England versus New Zealand, Pakistan, Netherlands, Afghanistan, Bangladesh, South Africa, Sri Lanka, and Australia being destroyed by India today. Can you give us a summary? Unfortunately, unfortunately, I am off the World Cup lately for the last five days because of my dad's situation. And uh, oh, when I okay. got the team on hospital, we don't had any uh, TV internet. down there which I can watch. And mm-hmm. I did not pay attention to much internet. But uh, okay. I was flying uh, in today by changing my flights but then my WhatsApp messages was working on it. So I called my one of my friends to stay in the loop and update messages to see where we stand this game. And uh, all mm-hmm. I can say, I have a little bit uh, information about Australia and uh, India uh, to speak about rather than any other game. And it's uh, really a good uh, competitive game today. And uh, it's uh, like uh, expected so down when you see uh, 199 or 200 score by Australia. It's uh, like a, really a challenging total on this particular pitch in the Chennai, right? It's a spinning track a little bit. It can slow down. And Australia did really well taking those uh, three wickets early when India started and put them back of the wall. And then uh, really a good uh, inning build up by the Rahul and uh, Kohli to pull the India out of trouble first and take that momentum into it. That's like, uh, this is uh, 
top-ranked team, two of them, and I will say these are the two potential teams for and this just showed down but again, we only could take me as his point because it's just beginning. And every team is going to play about nine games overall. And after that tally, they will see who are at the top four. So we have a long way to go. And it looks like it's just first round completed. Every team in this World Cup now have played at least one game. Five have won, five have lost. So the five has won the game at two points each. And if you look at the net run rates, it's, it's uh, really uh, different than what we can uh, expect. But again, over a time, it will change because every week we are looking at three to five games and this table is going to keep rotating different positions for different teams. Okay. Well, first of all, let me just say get well soon to your dad. I know in times like these, your family comes first. And I just... Well, it's the time of recovery. Surgery has what been is done. his name? What is his name? Yeah. What is his name? Can you Dubai. N-A-T-U-B-H-A-I. And he had a surgery on Friday. And he's doing well on the recovery. But it looks like... The real recovery will be six to eight weeks, which is now really be more painful than uh, surgery itself. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. We will definitely keep in our prayers and thoughts. I'm sure the other members of the panel will do likewise. So. Thank you all. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Panelists, let's go do the, on the next three match, set of matches. One, two, three. Okay. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Afghanistan, Bangladesh. South Africa, Sri Lanka, um, Australia, India. Or the three sets of matches. Ivan, you want to go first? You always lead off the batting. Okay, well, I have to feel Sri Lanka's pain because when you would lose a match making over 300 runs in ODIs, you know you would have done almost everything right. You would have picked off quite a few boxes, yes, your bowling may have let you down to allow uh, South Africa to score um, such quick uh, amount of runs. 428. Yes, the bowling would have let them down somewhat there, but the batting, scoring over 300 runs, that's Presentable, that's acceptable. So they have to work on their their bowling. So South Africa again, we know they're chokers when it comes to the big times um, when they get to the um, World Cup stages. So let's hope that they continue to make it a good World Cup. But to score 400 runs and 300 runs in a day, yeah, over you know almost 800 runs, I, I think. Right, I think the crowd have really had their money's worth. And to do it in India on those slow, low pitches, I think we need to just take it as a myth that these these um, pitches in India are sandy. I saw Kohli got hit yeah. today with a bouncer. Yep. So we are fooling ourselves about spin, spin in um, in India and expect all these low scores. So mm-hmm. kudos to South Africa. Um, the other two teams, what was the other two? Yeah. 
Other two teams, uh, South Africa Bang- and Bangladesh. You know, Af- Afghanistan Bangladesh. and Bangladesh. Oh, and yeah. And Australia um, Well, and Afghanistan again, um, I expected Bangladesh to, um, to hold the wins, which they did. There's one guy, but they don't like it, he's rude, maybe. There's a guy by the name of Al Hassan. I just know yep. that guy is a winner, especially in the, yep. <clears throat> when it comes to those Asian um, teams. I have a lot of confidence in him. I just see him as a as a, as a winner. So no surprise there for me that they bundled out Afghanistan and they took care of business quite easily. So I leave it there mm-hmm. so we can get others. Okay, Adley, you want to come in? Uh, well, everything everything went according to plan. Well, South Africa, no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> this South Africa, they, 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 two twenty-eight for five, what, three centurions, uh, is that is that the case? Is that a match? And um, four, and one, four, one a record. Yeah, three centurions hmm. in one inning. Uh, yeah, but, um, we're talking about um, yeah, the the run scored seven hundred and fifty. Is the most ever? No, not not 750. Whatever seven, whatever it is. Um, but it's the most ever run scored in a World Cup match in in just one match, first ever score. And the boundaries, I think it's 105 boundaries, the, the fours and sixes together, is the most ever in a World Cup match as well. So mm-hmm. they were setting all sort of records on the way. And I was earlier I was talking about a side making 300 plus, as Ivor mentioned. Look, making 300 over 300 in 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 World Cup match 326, and you still lose by 102. I mean, it, it's sort of demoralizing. But you have to keep your head high and look at the score that that you're that you're chasing. You know, and I mean, 428 is not any boys' play. You know, so um, so this one it set off this set all kind of records in World Cup um, this match, but um, very good and entertaining match of course. Uh, when it comes to um, the Afghanistan, I, I, um, somehow I don't know what happened. The, the, the match was, was curtailed because uh, of what? Uh, no, no, that wasn't no. played first? No, 156, yeah. They were all of 156 in 37 over than two balls. I'm disappointed because um, Afghanistan, they were playing better, better, um, well, as a matter of fact, I'm accustomed to see them playing T20. So um, that's a big difference. You know, I guess they are they, um, adjusted to playing the ODIs, the, you know, how they gravitate to the T20s and you to beat some of the other teams. So um, Bangladesh expected the win and they won. But I think... Afghanistan is due for an upset, you know, somewhere along the line. I think they're going to create some upset. That's the Okay. Dennis? Well, uh, Leon, I think in the um, South Africa and Sri Lanka matches, first of all, the total amount of runs scored there, what, 428 by South Africa in a day. What does that say about test matches where that take them almost two, almost three days to score that kind of run. So something is not right when you look at <laughs> scores 700 in a day. But beyond that, besides that, the three, as, as uh, Audley pointed out, three centurions 
But the most remarkable of the three is, of course, Macron's 106 with a strike rate of nearly 200. 106 runs in 54 balls. That is an amazing strike rate. And it is absolutely, you know, very exciting to watch because Sri Lanka came out and decided that they would go for it. And they came up close enough that they could have made it with... And somebody said something? Yeah. But Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite likely that Sri Lanka had just one more partnership of worth. They could have made this because 326 is within striking distance considering they did have uh, a few overs to go. But nonetheless, it tells me that perhaps South Africa will be business-like this time around and they won't be choking anytime soon. Well, Bangladesh and, and Afghan, go ahead. And just to mention, yeah, that Macron's 100 was the fastest 100 fastest, yes. in yes. World Cup, in, in, yes. in, in, in ODI go. World Cup. Not the fastest ever, but fastest in, in the World Cup. So eyes will be on South Africa in the next two or three games to see if they can, you know, live up to the standard that they've just set. Uh, Bangladesh and Afghan, I don't think there is any uh, surprises there. But as somebody pointed out, Afghanistan may well be on track to try and pull an upset or two. So we will see what happens here between uh, you know, with the remaining matches for both Bangladesh and Afghanistan. Too early to tell which direction they will go. More likely they're set to be at the bottom of the table, but we'll see. I'll keep my uh, candle burning there on that one. Back to you, Leon. Burgess, your take, and then Donna, prepare after Burgess. Burgess? Once, sorry, I, I, sorry, I didn't hear that. Let Donna go first because I, I didn't hear what was happening. Come on in, Donna. Any any comments? Okay. So, Afghanistan and Sri Lanka. Bangladesh. Yeah. Bangladesh. Bangladesh. No, Afghanistan and Bangladesh. And Bangladesh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Afghanistan was very disappointing to me. I expected Bangladesh to win, yes, but that Afghanistan it was very disappointing to me. And then mm-hmm. the other match, South Africa and Sri Lanka. And Sri Lanka, yes, Sri Lanka was also disappointing. But I was wondering what's wrong with Wanindu, Hasaranga. I didn't see him. Is he injured? Yeah, he's injured, yes. Injured. Oh, okay. So, well, he was missing badly. Oh, yes. Yeah. They had a lot of injury yeah. problems. Okay. Yes, but I was very pleased with the Africans. They put up a good show. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let, let, let me go up. up the sorry, yes. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. I'm done. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to go up with everybody now. Bangladesh, Afghanistan. Good bowling by Bangladesh. <laughs> um, South Africa, <laughs> brilliant 
brilliant batting. I don't care how nobody sees it because South Africa did it before against Australia with 450 and chased that down. So it's not to say they can't do it. And they do it today again. I mean, when they played the last game there, made 400 and something. So it was brilliant. 300 runs is not safe anymore in this kind of game. Because just like how you make it, the other person can make it. Because when 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 they get, when somebody on your team get going, it's all possible. And if you have other batsmen that can come and perform all the time like that, different than the two open bat and the number three or number four, it's better for your team. So it's going to happen a lot during the comp, um, the World Cup. So we just got to look for good bowling and good batting. Tyson, anything from you? Question or answer? Okay, Tyson, not. You know the only thing I'm glad for 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 Babuma, captain of South Africa. Can you guys recall yes. when, when is the last time the last time that a black man has captain a South African team? Especially no, man, he's been captain for a while, for quite a while now. Yeah, no, but to a yeah. World Cup. He was last time, wasn't he? The last World Cup. Was he? The T20 World Cup last time. Yeah. He's been a And nobody mentioned about Australia, Australia and India, right? Well, that's, well, that's the next match. That was yeah, the next match, I suppose, No. No, I called the last three. I said, we just do the last three. But anyway. I'll just give you my take on South Africa and, uh, no, Australia and India. I think the biggest problem we have with in the match is that drop from Cody. Cody was dropped when he was in the 20s, right? And he went on to where that catch would have been taken. 12. 12. Yeah, he he he, he would have been like 20. It would have been a big, big difference, but then he just went on and they had no answers. And folks, you just take care. Look at what Zampa. Zampa has been hit for 113 runs in 10 overs. In 10, once. 10 overs. Mm-hmm. And Australia still persists with him. We have Walsh in Antigua, or where we think it. And we're not giving the guy an opportunity. Walsh is such an important Part of our, our good team. Fielder, you know? very fit, good fielder, very Good fielder. Yeah. So I just mentioned the catch that was dropped by Australia today. And when we have people like like um, Walsh in the side, and the catch that Stefani Taylor dropped in the Australia ladies' um, second test, or the third test rather, it might have made a big difference. So. Yeah, well, yeah, that thing is going yeah. on. Hmm? Okay, I was waiting until you finish. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, I was saying. Yeah, um, you did say Zampa went for some hundred. Zampa on the ball eight yeah. overs for fifty. No, 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 not in the World Cup. Not in the World Cup. Recently, recently, recently. In, a, in oh, another oh. series. In yeah, another in another series. series oh. Yeah. He went for hundred thirteen yeah, well, from ten overs. Joint highest. Joint highest. Um, joint highest. T- 
10 over match consider the most on Grand Turkey. Okay, okay, okay. So I can make this match. No, no. no. Well, they expect him no, he to, to, to really come through, you know. Not bad, but can't break through. I'm saying, I'm but, just trying to equate how West in the street was as opposed to how Yeah, street yeah, yeah I, I got it now. I, I, I got mm. it now. I, I missed the, the, the 10. Mm. 10 over. Yeah. Well, does anybody else want to and, talk um, about let's put it? Let's put it. Let's put, go ahead. Let's put it. I have a Cody. wasn't dropped, you know. What? The ball, the ball fell in no man's land. No. The ball went no, right the ball, the, the ball didn't touch anybody. He tried to his lap. went no, right no, no. Yes, no, he I didn't even to touch it. Yes, but he didn't touch went, it. But it, it went right through his he hand. He touched it, man. It went in he was his hand. No, okay. Yes. Anyway, mm. I believe I, the problem there is that the wicked keeper, I was looking at it too. She just stayed away. The wicked keeper, right? Put him off. He's coming back. And with a noisy crowd, you're not going to hear when somebody's saying, mine, mine. Like the teacher. Yes. Yeah. When it's mine, you say, mine, mine. Yes. Right, so, right. Normally, mm-hmm. we say the big gloves should go for it. But Mars okay. was in a better position. And I believe he heard the footsteps. And I right, think that's he was coming towards him. Yeah. I believe that is what happened. Mm. But, but, but I, I mentioned I, that. I don't know. I think say. Captain. Well, I was going to go on and say. I believe the captaincy that caused us to lose, not us, caused Australia to even not even come close. You see what I example bold? You can't have your yeah. A spin bowler bowling after Glenn uh, Maxwell and, 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 bowling and in, Green and, and all those stuff. When Coley them set, the guy, you're going to go for plenty of the leg spin. But mm. you are wicked takers. That guy should have come in and bowl early when they were not taking any chances. Because four runs and over. Actually, they didn't make enough runs. It was less than four runs no. and over. So, they allowed these two guys to settle in there, Raul and things, and have your ace bowler sitting down. At one stage, before, maybe he was sick too, because just before he came on, he went off for treatment. Mm. Y'all didn't realize that? I, 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 I left. I wasn't watching. Tra- I couldn't no, watch I didn't. I didn't know whole, whole match. Yeah, he went off the field. Sick, went okay. off the field, and they reported mm. on for some kind of treatment. And he said, "Maybe normally." So maybe that's why he couldn't bowl. They mentioned it. Because they cannot bowl until a certain time. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's what they caught. No, no, no. Well, you see, no. There was enough time while he was on the field to bowl. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I don't know if he got mad and he went off because he wasn't bowling. It was West Indies. We were find all kind of reasons to say why Pollard left the field. Over because mm. Bravo didn't give him the ball. Maybe because mm. the captain didn't give him the ball. That went off. There was certain ball. And I was saying, can Cummins go off the field and let Smith take over the, 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 the thing? Smith would have done a better job. I believe. Green came on there. There was no need for Green to bowl when you got two wickets down. The tenth over in the power play. And the time then you can have the four fielders out. He got three, he only got three out for Maxwell. And then wait until the ball hit down long on to move out mid on. I said, come in, the captain sees weak man. Come on. We're not playing with teams win and captain lose. You must captain the team and read the plays before. You cannot have 
two ones on the board <coughs> with two wickets down with ace batsmen out. You don't have Gill. That was a trump card there that Gill was not sure right in them. Mm-hmm. You understand? So you can almost, as far as the concern, you have four wickets down for two ones. Because I, I'm counting Gill. He's a danger man. Yeah, so you have Coley inside here taking his time. Raul taking his time. Put your leg spinner on there to make them play a rush out. Point. They cannot miss lollipops. They're going to play aggressive shots. Those guys didn't take a chance with no aggressive shot. You know what they did? And yes, I, I, minute minute minute. You know what minute. one of the commentators, you, you know what um, Rahul said? Coley told him, let us play as if we're playing test cricket. Exactly. Did anybody listen to the interview? Yeah. No, I, 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 will, I will not home then. I, then That's then what Rahul said. So I want people to understand that test cricket has its function even in these old guys. Holy master, King Coley told him, Rahul, mm. we will play this session as you're playing test cricket. Because there are a whole lot of overs ahead. So they, they, they exactly. weren't in, in, in a rush. So and they were moved around the square and wasn't much. Exactly. So they're pushing around and they're blocking here. And Coley was running in the wickets. This was Australia. The captain didn't realize. Coley was when there was a single. Coley was pushing none for one, one for two. At one stage, Rahul was like, "Hey, you're on your own, pal. You ain't gonna burn me." <laughs> but Coley was deciding, forget four, forget boundaries. Let us run some singles and run them raggedy. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. And Raul, I have to sympathize with him because he worked it out right. He wanted to make his 100. Yeah. And what was required to make the 100? A four he and had a to six. hit a four and then a six. Mm-hmm. And he went to hit a four and with his bats, his bulk of bats, the ball went for six and threw the equation out of, out of, out of, out of what? Yeah. He to hit the four mm-hmm. and then hit the six, he would have got his 100. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. I was sorry when he was out for mm-hmm. 85 too because I'm, you know, I, I wanted him to get another hundred to, uh, you know, get closer to um, Tendulkar, but unfortunately he, he he got caught there for for 85. Okay, just uh, just to mention tonight we have go ahead, Dennis. Yeah, in you know in this series here we should take a look back at the tour Australia made to India before the World Cup. They played three ODIs, and India really set the tone because India scored 281 for five to win the first one. India scored 399 for five to win the second one. That's the, the tour match. Australia did come back to win the third one, but India also scored 286 in that third one. Now, Australia had three players, Warner, Smith, and Labushani, who actually figured in all three tour and today's match. Whereas India, as uh, Iva pointed out, India had Gill, who scored a 74 and a 104 earlier, left out of the match. He had a guy quad who scored a 71, not in the team. Rahul did score 58 
52 and 97. He's playing. But Suriada, 50 and 172. And he didn't get a match. So India had two players who could certainly have fitted in to this match. And they weren't playing. That Gil, Guy Quad, and possibly Suriada. So Australia had better pay attention, as uh, uh, Iva pointed out, because the Indians are definitely on a, to- on a tier here. And they have to do much better than that. But it was an exciting match. And as I said, it's interesting that more than 700 runs were scored between these two teams. Uh, and in test matches... 754, it could be exact. 754. Thank you. And in mm-hmm. test matches, we're struggling to score that amount of runs in five days. Back to you, Leon. Can I just give it a top five that has been made in ODIs in World Cup? So it's 428 for five by South Africa um, is the highest ever, as we just point that out. Next is Australia making 417 for six versus Afghanistan in 2015 first. Uh, then we have India making 413 for five versus in versus Bermuda in Port of Spain in Trinidad 2007. Then 411 for four by South Africa against Ireland in Canberra. That's Australia. And um, the other 400, 408 for five by South Africa versus West Indies 2015. That was when A.D. Villiers went berserk um, and against Hull and, and company. Yes. So, so of the top of the top five 400 plus, South Africa figure in three, three of the five. So they're not playing. Yes, they're not playing. And it must be. We noted that in World Cup, feeling to me is going to be a vital part. Feeling and catching. At least feeling is a part of catching a part of feeling, but taking your catches are going to be important, very important in these matches. Any other comments before we say, ask everybody to give their final thoughts? Simon, okay. have you woken up yet? <laughs> Uh, we, we have we have 41 minutes to go in old, uh, Leon. I don't know. Uh, no, 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 no. You watch, you watch is, you watch is behind. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at that picture. Sorry, I'm looking at that picture that I'm making. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay, man. I, I I'll use it as my 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 going away to the port of Virgil and trying to help um, Dennis there because I know he did call upon um. What's in it? Patel. But you can call upon us sometimes yes. because what, what, yeah, Jason, yeah. What Virgil is saying is absolutely correct, you know, because um, the 2024 Cricket World Cup will be played on mm-hmm. Long Island after opposition to temporary stadium in New mm-hmm. York. Mm-hmm. And you know what they're building in Long Island? A temporary mm-hmm. stadium also. Yeah. Yes. So the people in the I heard that too. Mm-hmm. In thing, well, I, I had it in writing. That's what I'm saying. So they are opposing yes. because they don't know anything I about it. I printed the article. Because it's a temporary thing they're putting mm-hmm. there. You're correct. Yes. I know they, they need, they need it. 
They need Van Cooten Park. I've seen it where they play out three, four matches. You know that, Leon, too. So maybe they don't yeah. want to lose that. But this was I made a history there. I made a history It's going to come up and it's going to come back down. So the Long Island said, okay, bring it temporary and then we take it back down. Mm-hmm. So somebody they who don't know cricket, the neighbors them, or don't want cricket, or opposed to cricket, won that and denying the Bronx people, making the Bronx, New Jersey, Brooklyn, have to go all the way to Long Island. In the Queen, have to go out to Long Island to watch those matches. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just, that's my closing. Good. I don't want to... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. True. Thanks, I heard that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else, anybody? Simon, anything else? If not, your closing thoughts. Simon, well, it was wonderful being on the show. Thanks very much. And for sending that to a wonderful, wonderful um, anniversary message to my sister and her husband. Was very, she was very, very happy. I want everyone to have a wonderful week this week. And we'll see you back here next week on the show, the cricket show. Have a wonderful week, all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hi, Sin. Hi. Why don't you go to bed quick? (laughs) (laughs) Just say thank you so much. It's very, very informative. And it's always a pleasure. So have a good week, everyone. Take care. And God bless. God bless you. Virgin, your final thoughts? Then yes. Looking forward looking for Saturday, one point something billion people will be watching one of the final of the 50 over World Cup. Saturday coming. So to all the listeners, put, set your time to watch that first World Cup final before the other final. Each of them you mean semi-finals, semi-finals. No, no, he's talking oh, about a 1975. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I thought you meant, you meant somebody going to show the West versus um, whom? Pakistan? Okay, hi, sir. Yeah. You're going, Donna, you, and Murtry. Donna, Murtry? Yes. I was a flight flight. Interesting show as usual. I was happy to be here to be a part of this program. I would like to wish all a blessed week and see you next week. Have a good week. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your, your participation. You are super. Um, how Thank about you, you Miss Matrice? Come on in. Has she gone to the bed? Virginia, you're finished? Okay. Uh, did we finish with um, Audley? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. No. Uh, okay. I, I want. I wanted to get something, but I just can't find it. Um, there. There has been a new. There has been a new um, record holder for the fastest fifty in cricket. No, for the is, is it fifty? Yeah, for the fastest fifty in cricket in T Twenty, and it's a young man from Nepal. Nepal. Nepal? Uh, mm. From Nepal, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he scored 50 in nine balls. So remember the previous fastest 50 by Chris Gale in 12 balls? No, no, he, he, I forgot the team he was playing against. That's why I'm saying with the ICC naming all kind of 
teams that are playing now as as internationals, we're gonna hear some dubious records and things like this. Yeah, you know, who minute. the bowlers are. Uh, but but then they, but yeah, I, I don't have his name. I've been looking looking for it. I had a I, okay. I made a screenshot, but I don't see. So the fastest fifty is really in nine balls. That was made by a young man out of Nepal. We have the break for Dennis, so we can get in this advertisement before the clock strikes. Yeah, yeah. So, Go ahead, finish up. So have yourself, have yourself, I'm trying to pull something up here now. Okay, we'll, we'll find Cor- time for it in later. Dennis, you come on in. Not to fear. He said, courage is knowing what not to fear. So go out this week without fear. Show the courage and have a wonderful week. God bless you. Okay, you too. Dennis and remember I, Caribbean I, Global I, Voices. I, I'm here wanting, now that I was there, I, I hate to say this, but this is an official complaint. We will have to make sure he doesn't deviate from being there because on the week he was away, I missed the best inspirational hour yes. and the most awesomest entertainment on Caribbean Global Voices because the stand-in failed to live up to expectations. But I hope that our listeners will remember to be inspired. You need to tune in to the Saturday morning entertainment show courtesy of blogtalkradio.com forward slash Caribbean Global Voices. Call in 1-563-999-3693. So, I'll be there next Saturday looking for my best hour of inspirational music and the awesomest entertainment. Back to you, Leon. Thank you so much, folks. It was a wonderful show. I enjoyed it. And thanks for the support that I've gotten by all the panelists. It was wonderful for me to be at the helm. Good night. God bless all of you. Hyacinth. Did we hear Hyacinth? Yes, 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 that was the, that was the, that was what I read. Juad Singh had it before him, but this guy, Ewi, defend Juad Singh Ewi. He's the one who smashed the nine ball uh, fifty. Okay, good night, yeah, bro. Uh, God bless. All right, we, we'll talk off here. Good night. Yeah, we'll go next week. God willing. Two in the Give them shit. Give them shit. Come on the leg side. What up? Come on the off side. What up? Come with the bumper. What up?
like a trumpet song. Women waving flags, fellas rolling on the ground. In the series with India, when he team up with Lara, Tendulkar wanted to pack up and go back home. So tell them in India, Pakistan and Australia, there's a new star in the Caribbean sky. We have great cricket heroes in an unbroken line, and the latest of them is Shivnarayan. Through the covers, give them. Straight down the wicket, give them. Two in the gully, give them. Give them shields, give them shields. Come on the left side, what up? Come on the offside, what up? Come with a bumpster, what up? Mudu, what up? Kitty, cut up. Come with a common living down the bowling. 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 The first time she come to the wicket West Indian say what he know about cricket Looking so manga, looking so young Send him back to be tossed a drum But straight back she very worried about that Going forward a playing back And she begin to deliver Runs begin to come in a river And he making 50 like nothing One, two, three, four, five, six and seven When he make a hundred in beige and ton Swim the dung and he kiss the ground Father Kemraj, mother woman, the proudest people in Guyana, a five foot ten tiger, ten feet tall.